So this is the Homework Use Podcast, and we are so excited today to be here talking about fall harvest films, and it's been a pretty fun slate, and I'm Rachel, and Lisa's here. Hi, everybody. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on talking about these movies with me. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. That's going to be really fun. What were your overall feelings about this, I guess, the slate as a whole? Well... I was nervous because the fall movies are actually my favorite. I love all the fall movies and I love everything about fall. So I love watching, seeing the leaves and the pumpkins and all the people drinking pumpkin spice stuff, even though I hate it. Um, I love it all. And so, but I was pleasantly surprised overall. I had a really good time this, this season. Yeah. All right. Our first movie, Truly Madly Sweetly. This is Natalie, the owner of a San Francisco food truck business selling cupcakes, and Eric, finance manager and divorced dad, are brought together when Eric's aunt, also a longtime customer of Natalie's, passes away and leaves them a building, which happens to be the site of a once famous bakery. Forced into this new partnership, they discover selling the building won't be easy because it has been declared a historical site. Romance blooms as they spend time together in the process of renovating the old bakery. However, Natalie's desire to keep things strictly business can put an end to the partnership before the grand opening. So this movie starred Nikki DeLoach, who's been in a number of Hallmark movies, Perfect Catch, well, most recently, and she's in, I think, My Dream of my dream of Christmas, I think that's called, or My Christmas Dream, or something like that. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and then Dylan Neal, who was in The Gourmet Detective, and on Cedar Cove. It has June B. Wild, who is in The Christmas Shepherd, Karen Holness, who's been in a million. <laughs> but uh, most recently, she was in Finding Santa and The Christmas Train. And then Allison Wanzura was just in The Grouchdale Mystery, Murder in D Minor. So, yes. and she was in another one this season. So, right. So there you go. So, what was your overall thought about this movie? I thought it was a decent start. Um, You know, after, I will say that after seeing all of them, it wasn't my absolute favorite, but I had fun with it. I thought it was a good idea. I think most of what I liked about it was all the pre-reading and stuff that I did beforehand, listening to podcasts and reading blogs and stuff and hearing a little bit of the background. That kind of enhanced the, you know, um, my viewing experience, if you will. But overall, I thought it was... I thought it was cute. It wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't terrible. Yeah. It did have some really funny elements to it. (laughs) Like, uh, like the whole thing with him, like not being able to cook and yet they make, uh, from one lesson, they make this huge spread at this (laughs) bake sale. I'm like, how did that happen? Like what's going on? And (laughs) also like the whole, uh, the, the whole, uh, um oven overheats making the sprinklers go off was insane (laughs) yeah yeah and if you have a if you have a bakery where a hot oven makes the sprinklers go off and it's gonna be a problem like i'm gonna go ahead and say you probably shouldn't bake there on a regular basis (laughs) and they managed to get all of that uh that baking done and fixed in a very short period of time as well as the uh the renovations to this bakery were <laughs> very like were very um 20 range-ish but they made it seem like it was like we can't possibly afford this and then they would just sweep and it was like oh everything yeah. is better hey, yeah they just needed a yeah. good scrub, evidently, but these bids were like $25,000. It was like really out of control. And yeah. uh, also, like, I'm pretty sure that the Allison Wanzura character uh, selling the, ha- or getting a, a, a sale on a house uh, or property without the owner's consent, pretty sure that's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, you kind of need like a contract in place before you go ahead and, yeah. I think you lose your license. So all that was (laughs) ridiculous. And I really would have loved at the end 
when she took the bite of the his recipe cupcake, if it had been like completely awful, that would have been hilarious. That would have been so funny. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I thought they nailed like, a lot of like classic tropes. They did really well. Like I thought the opening meet cute, crash into each other, whatever, was yes. really well done. Really <laughs> cute. And uh, I don't know, did you have any particular parts that you particularly liked that stood out to you? I mean, yeah, I liked their meet cute. I liked them just kept seeing each other on the way up to the same place. And because it was so awkward, yeah. you know, when you try not to make eye contact with somebody, you've already made eye contact with, then you, you end up doing it more. And they just, oh, it was just, it was really stressing me out as somebody with anxiety. I was like, don't look, don't look, oh, they're there. Huh. Um, <laughs> But, um, you know, I liked the, uh, I liked the cooking scenes. Yeah, they were really cute. A lot of really cute cooking montages. I also really liked Nikki DeLoach in this. I thought that she did a really good job with the physical comedy. She almost reminded me a little bit of Alicia Witt in her facial yeah. expressions, her, uh, her comic timing. I thought she did a really good job with that. Right. This is actually one of my favorite of hers. Yeah. Um, this role I thought she was really cute in it yeah what did you think of of his character you know it's funny because I know he's been in a ton of Hallmark stuff but this is actually the first thing I've ever actually watched him in yeah and you can tell that he is seasoned beyond seasoning is that a phrase I don't know <laughs> you can tell he, he know. I mean you can tell he comes in and he's doing his work and that he he sells it but I just, I'd never seen him in anything before. So I kind of went in blind, not knowing to yeah. expect, but I enjoyed him. I mean, I thought they responded well to each other. I mean, they both obviously are professionals and they both came to work and they, you know, showed it and I enjoyed their interactions together. I mean, yeah. he made me laugh. I thought he was pretty funny. Yeah. I really liked when he uh, went over to her house to help her cook or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, sure. You know, and his daughter's like, uh, what, what are you wearing to go? <laughs> that was really cute. Oh, that was so terrible. He thought it was a date. And he was like, oh, uh, <laughs> it was really not cute. that great. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. And, you know, they did little things to kind of make him a businessman with a heart. You know, because this yeah. movie was all set in the city, which is very risky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So not very, <laughs> um, but, you know, like, of course, he loses his job. And uh, and it was weird. He loses his job by a, like, letter? Like, what? Yeah. That was weird. But he loses his job, so that immediately makes you feel sorry for him. And he has a daughter. So, of course, that makes him like, somewhat likable. <laughs> right. And, uh, and he seems to be a pretty decent dad, uh, as far as, you know, helping her with the bake sale and, and all of this stuff. I'm not sure how he never learned how to cook at all, but, you know, with this aunt that he spent so much time with, like, I, I, I guess maybe it's kind of like the, um, the, you know, they'd say the cobbler's kids have no shoes. Maybe it's, it's kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I kind of wondered too if she thought that whole little meetup to cook was more than uh, than just helping to cook because she made cinnamon rolls, which is like you know cinnamon. Cinnamon's an aphrodisiac, so like maybe deep down, she yeah, didn't know why she was making cinnamon rolls, but she's like. This situation calls for sentiments. <laughs> I also liked the fact that all the food looked yummy as opposed to, even though I really enjoyed the sweetest art more than most people, I feel like most of the cupcakes in that movie so ridiculous. Disgusting. <laughs> so gross. I want rosemary in my cupcakes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> sure, it's amazing, but I'm no. sorry. Disgusting. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> and, <laughs> And she does end up selling her uh, food truck in order to have the the bakery, be able to have the bakery, um, which is a shame because it seems like that would be a really good way to, you know, promote the bakery if you have a storefront right. and a food truck. But I guess they needed the money. Well, but. I'm like, okay, in the end, I think they probably did about $500 of work and I feel like that could have probably been put on a credit card. 
Yeah. You go catch a truck. Get like a um a home home improvement loan or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do they call those? Home equity loan. Yeah. Because yeah. he did have a pretty nice. They both had pretty nice apartments in the city. Right. I like how she kept calling it a carriage house. He's like, you know, the garage is like carriage house. Which we never got to see inside the carriage house. What? (laughs) What if there was some like vintage sports automobile? Yeah. In there. Something they could have sold so she wouldn't have sold her food truck. Yeah. Wow. I, I thought it was funny at the end when they had that big smoke situation and they're having to recook everything rebake everything right and um who was the woman that that was her partner in the food truck that was um, karen holness the actor i don't remember her name okay i think her character's name was sam and at one point she was like more and i'm like more how are you surprised you own a bakery you run a bakery of course there's more she was like more and I'm like, yes there's more you have to fill cases for tomorrow yeah. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's like customers that are going to be hopefully coming. You want more. Yeah. Just <laughs> well, like, oh my God, more? We're making more? Yeah, you're making more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What else? I, I did think that there was a little bit of chemistry between the Karen Holness character and uh, the other, like his friend. Yes, I was there was for that, and I wish they would have had more on that, because yeah. that was cute. I could have had more on that, too, like a little, like, uh, I don't know, little date or something like that would have been kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. They alluded to it, but I need more. That's why I kind of liked The Sweetest Heart, because I really thought that it was a pretty close to getting, like, three couples and their stories. That's yeah. why I liked it. Right. Um, but I... But yeah, they were still pretty fun. And if they were to ever do a spinoff, it could be about those. <laughs> exactly. It'd be all yeah. that. <laughs> and overall, I just thought it was really a pleasant way to spend a Saturday evening. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, it yeah. was cute. Yeah. 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 I mean, I won't protect it on my DVR. Right. <laughs> but I would watch it again if it came on. Right. There you yeah, go. that's fair. I liked uh, like the lady at the bank. <laughs> she was like, decline. <laughs> she was awesome. Yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah. So all of that really worked. I liked it. How, out of five, how many crowns would you give it? I gave this one 3.5. Very good. I'm basically on the same page. I I will also give it three point five, uh, and my uh, my ranking of this one is at number twenty one out of fifty six. So there you go. Middle I have it. What's that? Middle of the pack. Yeah. Basically. Exactly. Then we got Falling for You. This uh, starred Tyler, stars Tyler Hines in his Hallmark debut and Taylor Cole. He actually uh, filmed this one second uh, and it's Christmas Eve first, oh. but then they aired it uh, different. And I got to interview him and it's really interesting because I really enjoyed the interview. He was very charming and very great, but I wasn't quite sure if he was going to be a good fit for Hallmark. I wasn't sure if he, he was very chill and very relaxed. And I don't know. I just wasn't sure if he would be like his vibe would be a, a great fit as nice and wonderful as he was. Claire Cole, you know, wasn't my favorite for a while, but then I loved One Winter Weekend. And I loved this movie. I thought this movie was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. They both worked so well. We're going to talk about all the reasons why I liked it so much. But uh, what about you? What was your feeling overall? Same. I loved it. I thought this one was super cute and I totally protected it on my DVR. It's there. And when it comes out, if it comes out on DVD, I'll probably buy it. I thought it was cute. I loved it. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're the same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there were so many things about this movie that made it really unique and really different. Uh, 
first of all, I, I really liked the fact that she was treated as a serious character whose goals and aspirations were taken seriously by the script. Mm -hmm. I really appreciated that. This is directed by Peter DeLuise, who's one of the best uh, mm -hmm. of Hallmark directors. And I, I really thought that it was great that, you know, she gets this job in the city, this offer for this job in the city. And I couldn't believe it, frankly, that she actually takes the job. I was like, yeah, oh, this is epic for Hallmark. Yeah. I can't think of a single movie where the character from the small town actually takes the job. And I, I thought that was so great. And I loved the fact that he still gave his presentation, but he was like, you know what, guys, can we do it a little earlier so I can make this big event? Yeah. That was great. And, and then at the end, when he says, uh, when he, when she, she says that, you know, she got this, uh, this job or whatever, and he was like, I'll be there for you to support you. Yeah. I was like, this is a great relationship. And I really thought the overall message of the movie was not really about romance exactly. It was about somebody gaining confidence in who they are. Right. And that was so great. I loved yeah. it. I 100% agree. I mean, I, it felt like the relationship was just icing on the cake. Like it was just a nice... Um, movie about a woman who just happens to I mean I still would have enjoyed it regardless because I thought I thought her progression was amazing I loved watching her grow it was just a nice little add-in oh there's this guy with his like really amazing voice every time he talks I was like yes read me bedtime stories yeah what did you uh, think yeah. of him of Tyler Hines in the role I mean first Hallmark movie you never know Right, I mean, right, yeah. So you never know. You go in and you hope for the best, and you're just like, whatever. But yeah, from the first moment he opened his mouth and I heard that voice, I was like, okay, I am in and go. Everything yeah. I say is amazing. Yeah, yeah, he was very handsome. And the fact that there was a little bit of nuance to his character, like the fact that he was this app designer, he wasn't just like a evil man of business i appreciated right. that although can i say though that i'm sorry okay it's it's not a large part of my job but i do code emails so i uh -huh. have to deal with html and sometimes i have to dig into on website css but i'm not like a developer i'm on right. the other side of it just making it look nice and i deal with code and first of all i don't look at code on the ipad second of all i don't look at code at 70 point font giant like i mean that it was like four lines of code so ginormous i busted out laughing i was like what is he doing why does he need it so big like you only see like this much of like this giant mass of code that i'm like what is he looking at yeah like it's not hidden characters in there like what what is he doing uh, that i died laughing when i saw yeah. that giant code on that ipad well, and there were a couple other things that were funny. Like when that guy came into the store and said, I only want to cook for Jenny. I died. <laughs> so bad. I'm going to go limb and say he and Jenny aren't going to last very long. She doesn't <laughs> want to baking yeah. in a fundraiser to help the town. Also, I don't really understand this thing as a fundraiser. It's the same. I'm going to bring this up again in love, of course. There were two, <laughs> two fundraisers that didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Because if she's, first of all, she is completely unable to budget. Like, you're trying to make money. It's a fundraiser. This isn't, like, what? It was very, yeah. like, I didn't understand how the event was really going to make money. Plus the fact that like this is the most festivalish town, like even for Hallmark, they have a jam festival, a lantern walk, and <laughs> like what? This is intense. This yeah. Is, yeah, this is like dedication to fall. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I just I'm I'm with you because sometimes I'm like, how does this make money? Wouldn't you rather just do a GoFundMe and? Right. Say, hey, you like the radio station, give us money and we don't have to buy anything else with it. 
we'll just take your money and keep yeah. providing the radio station because it's awesome. But um, the fact that or just have a radio drive, like a telephone. Right, you're on you the know, radio. Like they do on like NPR and stuff. Like support your local, you know, and they can have that This American Life yeah. or whatever it was. Um, this small town life, I think is what it was called. <laughs> yeah. You can have Literally. that lady on and, you know, get some pledges. That's the word, pledges. I, don't, right. I didn't really understand that. But I did like the fact that they didn't make it a whole, like throughout the whole movie, them going back and forth, hating each other because he was the big bad businessman who took away her funding and she was going to get right. back at it. They were just like, oh, you're doing your job. Okay, well, I'm going to do this festival and you're going to help me, which I thought was funny. She's like, oh, so you're on my bake-off. <laughs> I like when she kept saying bake off and he's like bake sale and then finally she says bake sale and he's she's like oh bake off also <laughs> yeah also I don't really feel like they understand what a bachelor bake off is at least in my world like if I was going to a bachelor bake off I wouldn't really care that much about the bake goods right you're bidding on the with bachelor true right? for a date but then, like, it got confusing because the mother ended up winning for her, her son. Again, I died laughing because I was like, those two can't go. First of all, I know maybe this isn't, you know, not everybody in Hallmark enjoys these movies. But I kept thinking of Ocean's Eleven when those two brothers from Vegas, the um, James Conn's son was his name, and um Casey Affleck those two brothers that were so dumb throughout the whole movie but they kept being jokesters that's who those two brothers made me think of on this movie and I just they cracked me up everything that they did just made me laugh and then their poor <laughs> their mom at the end I'm like there's nobody in this town that wants these two guys like hello well I would have been on them I would have been on both the brothers yeah, they were hilarious. I loved both of them, those brothers. Uh, and I don't know what's wrong with the people in the town that are not bidding on them because they were very no. attractive. And their baked goods looked yummy. Uh, Madison Smith is very attractive. So yes. I'm like, where weren't people lining up to <laughs> taste his pumpkin delights or whatever they were called? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was all very funny. And I liked the little kid, Ty. Yeah. He's so cute. Just want to say, I agree. Ty was very sweet. And, you know, you got to love a character that has a podcast in a homework. Uh, yeah. Hello. That was so fun. And the last time there was a podcast in homework movies that I can remember was on the, um, the magical Christmas ornaments when it was a very suspect like podcaster. Mm -hmm. oh, I don't know. So it's nice to we have our little moment of redemption there with him. And that was, it was just very sweet. I thought they did a really good job. Yeah. I liked his storyline. I liked his interactions with both main characters. I just thought I, I really liked the addition. I'm, I'm glad they gave him not just a cursory, like, Oh, this is just how I hear fix this. They brought him back a couple more times. And at the end, he had his big moment where he gets on stage and he has, and I was like, yes, I really liked it. Yeah. I really liked him. Yeah, he was really good. <laughs> and I, I, I liked that actor. That was very sweet. And I thought they had nice, him and Tyler had nice little chemistry, I thought, yes. together. And I, I thought Tyler's character was just the best. He was so nice and he was so encouraging and he saw the best in Taylor's character and really was just there to sort of encourage her. But he wasn't like a paragon of virtue either. Like I really appreciated that he did go to his meeting in Atlanta and he did. Uh, and so he took his goals and stuff seriously as well. And I don't know. I thought it worked so well when like she's going to end up being in the bake off and then the like the audience like parts away and there he is with his suit. Yes. It was woo. I'm was, sorry, but you kind of knew it was coming. Like I knew it was coming and it still was better than yeah. I even like in my mind was like, "Oh, this is coming." I was like, "Okay, this this was executed way better than I imagined." I really liked it. Yeah, in the the final, like I said, the final scene when they're talking about it and he's just so like encouraging. I knew you could do it. 
you're, you know, you're just amazing. You're the heart of this town was so great. And let's talk about the amazing mid movie kiss. I was going to say, we have to get to the best part of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Saving it for last because when I did the kisses podcast with Amy Mm -hmm. and we talked about my dream come true would be if there was a near kiss and then they start and they went back to kissing. I'm like, how could that never have happened? It's so right. Because I am so tired of the near kiss. It's rarely executed well, although we'll talk about one that I thought was in the next uh, in one of the other movies. But I thought they did, I mean, so so they have this the scene, this lantern walk. And then there's the scene on the uh, bridge, little the little bridge, and uh, you know there's like some noise or whatever that startles them, and then so they don't kiss. And I was like, oh, who would stop kissing at a noise like that? That's ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Hallmark, Hallmark. And then he starts walking away, and she's like, Zach, that's his name, Zach. She's like, Zach. And then she goes for it. I was like, yes. Which was amazing. I audibly gasped. There was an audible sound that came. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Agree. I I was so excited. I was like, no way. And it was a good kiss too. It was great. Yes. It really was. One of the best ever, for sure. I've watched enough of these now where you know when it's going to happen and you're just like, okay, and it's very sweet and it's very cute. And, you know, most of the time I'm like, oh, that's really sweet. But the the magic in some of these has kind of gone away just because you're like, we've watched enough of these, you know, you're like, you know, yeah. but this one, I was just like, oh, it really did. It was, it so, really was pretty swoony. Yeah. It was so swoon worthy. And it was like, these are grownups. These are adults here. This is great. They might actually have a chance. Yeah. Thing together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I thought all pretty much all the supporting cast was good. Allison Wanzura was in this uh, mm-hmm. as her friend at the station. There, you know, like I said, Madison Smith was good as one of the brothers. I liked them. They were funny. I liked her, like his boss. I liked. I thought he was mm-hmm. handsome. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He did a good job. And, uh, uh yeah if if i was in that town the bids would have been like no mom would have to have won those bids that was insanity yeah and (laughs) what's going on (laughs) and overall it was just a huge win for me i loved it and like yeah there's a few little tiny nitpicks but i don't know i thought it was great agreed I might give it five crowns. No, yeah. you did. I think I might. I liked you, it dude. so much. And I thought they did so many things that you never see. Like I said, the fact that she took that job in the end, I was like, yes. And I just yeah. liked the fact that it was all about her and her insecurities and her lack of confidence. And more than it was even about romance. I was like, yes, it was so good. So I'm going to go for it. Why not? I haven't done one I don't think no. except for a I can't believe I'm, I'm party to a five crowner right now. I'm <laughs> so honored. I'm yeah. in the midst of it. Well, no, I feel bad for my rating. No, no, don't. <laughs> I gave it 4.75 because that font on that code. <laughs> That's right. It got me. I was like, no. That's a very high score. Super high. It is very high score. Yes. Super high. So I went back and forth with my ranking. Right now I have Science Sale Delivered to the Altar at number one still. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. And I have Falling for You at number two. And I might say that I have one winter weekend at three. So wow. amazing job, Nicole. <laughs> Way to go. You are cool. Yeah. Bring it in the big guns, too. You scored. That was very impressive. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think it's because in there's some of her roles are she plays very powerful businesswoman with an edge. Yeah. She has that look. She can look really like striking and very like intense where I wouldn't want to cross her. I'd be like, sure, whatever yeah. you say. 
Taylor Cole, well, you win. But in these, the last two roles, she's actually played, she's still a professional. Yeah. And she's still a, you know, have the career and she's, but she's a little softer. And I, maybe that's terrible to say, like, I need my, my new, my lady character soft. I, I don't mean it like that. So, but yeah, I just modern... I enjoyed her personalities and yeah. her characters in these last two. Yeah. She's a modern woman, but she's not an ice queen, which I appreciate. And that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. On uh, the bubbly session interview with her, uh, they she said something to the effect of like she had started out as a model, and so she was still just kind of getting her feet wet. And I got the impression that she's really kind of found herself as an actress, and I think you can really yeah. tell. Yeah. And you know, whereas maybe some of those other films that didn't really work for me, like she was still sort of learning, you know, to act, <laughs> which is. Yeah fine so uh, I agree with you yeah so great job Taylor way to go Mm -hmm. and uh, I absolutely loved it and I know that Amber also loved Falling for You it was great (laughs) well and you know it was written by somebody who they also wrote Miss Christmas which I loved that's right that's right we are actually going to be interviewing her uh, yes uh, we're going to be interviewing her this saturday uh and i think it's going to get posted on the uh um her name's joey uh yes um i got it because she also wrote the one on the mystery channel yes uh, the song one uh joey boatkin i guess uh we're going to be interviewing her this saturday and we're awesome. posting it on the 29th. So. Yeah, I've enjoyed everything she's written so far for homework. So it's exciting. I hope I hope she continues to put some good stuff out. We had. Oh, I guess I skipped. I skipped over. I didn't do. A, I skipped it. I did it wrong. But anyway, so this was actually before. <laughs> but I thought, maybe, and then I was like, well, maybe I don't remember because it was a while ago. <laughs> Sorry. So we okay. had all of my heart wedding. Mm-hmm. And this is our third movie in all of my heart series. And we left them last time where they had had all this struggle and they'd gotten engaged again. <laughs> and now we are here and the little plot is Jenny and Brian are planning their incredibly romantic wedding. Emily's country inn is filled to capacity with happy guests. Then a distant relative of Emily's arrives and she stakes a claim to the house. The pressure is on as Jenny and Brian try to raise enough money to hang onto their home. They go for broke, expanding her company, Jenny's Home Baked. Uh, Brian even considers a return to Wall Street. All of the wonderful friends they made at Bucks County are worried about their favorite couple, trying to figure out how to help. Jenny and Brian's enduring love will once again be tested as the wedding day approaches and they struggle to keep the house that they bought, or that brought them together. So what did you think of one and two of All of My Heart? I was like 99% of the Hallmark crowd. I absolutely loved the first one. Just loved it. I thought everything about it was just super cute. The chemistry was fantastic. You know, it was just a cute story. I just thought it was really, you know, really well done. And I was one of those that was like counting down the days to part two. And then part two came and went and I was mad. Not gonna lie, I was mad. (laughs) hated I thought that it had enough like cute moments and they were had such good chemistry and I thought that because their relationship was so uh so quick that I could kind of buy those those issues kind of coming up again but it definitely like she was unlikable and her breaking off the engagement was was very grown worthy and it had major problems I didn't love it I just didn't hate it as much as other people um but this when we were reading we both gave this uh basically zero leaves when we were (laughs) i gave it 0.5 and amber gave it zero this description sounded super grown worthy and it sounded exactly the same as the second movie and i was like what is going on so i did go into this with very low expectations do you agree i was not i was not excited at the prospect of a mystery relative coming to stake a claim on the house after this long i was like really really but yeah i waited agreed. i waited to see what i thought yeah <laughs> so but i what i was most not looking forward to is him of them going to broke and him 
considering a return to Wall Street. But, like, I feel like the return to Wall Street was, like, barely in the movie. Like, you didn't even need that in the summary. Like, he never really considers a return to Wall Street. There's a little bit with his dad. But I feel like that was more about him and his dad, like, relationship than it was about him seriously considering a return to Wall Street. So I I think that was a bad summary. (laughs) Uh, My least favorite part was the Jenny's Home Baked stuff. Although there was a little humor in that because of the the cute delivery guy that I was a fan of. Um, it was very, uh, and him like getting lost or whatever. Like it was, but that whole part, I was like, eh, not as into, but I did like this movie way better than I thought I would personally. I thought it was sweet. And like the end message of like the whole community is like, it's like, it's a wonderful life at the end, you know, with yeah. them all pitching in this money and the, the, the cousin kind of seeing, Oh, look how sweet and how great this town is. And, and, you know, and then the wedding. And I thought that all of that was sweet and pleasant and I liked it much better than I expected to. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. My only things that I did not like about the movie. Well, I agree with you. The Jenny Holmes bake stuff was kind of, unnecessary i mean I, I get it they needed to show that they were going into debt again blah 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 but i just that those parts are boring to me and the fact that he went to deliver in a rundown van and gets and that's it that's it no more i mean that just absolutely boggled my mind they thought it was goofy um but um one it made me realize that the second movie was absolutely unnecessary because this would have made a good sequel to yeah, all of my heart we could have just done without uh, number two because this was awesome and the other part that really I didn't like about this movie is it solidified the death of my dream of Tommy and Casey I wanted them together from the first movie Tommy oh right and Casey they're both tall they're both single they both live in the village they're both very attractive it could have been together from the first movie that's really the only thing that carried over from the second movie is the blogger lady and, and it just Tommy. as soon as I saw her my little heart deflated and all my Casey and Tommy dreams were killed forever. Yeah. Yeah. It was a blow to the heart, but Ed yeah. Asner was adorable. He was so Yes, cute. he was. He so was the goats. I'm sorry, but every time those goats are on the screen, all I could watch was their little goat tails shaking and they cracked me up and I was like, yeah, I was all I love the scene when, when their cousin was uh, chased by the goats. <laughs> right that was hilarious and i thought that pauline egan did a pretty good job like it's hard to believe that she's australian you don't hear it at all i think no she's a pro yeah i thought that was great um and it actually didn't bug me as i thought it would of that storyline i actually thought i mean i thought the resolution was too quick and tidy but overall the entire thing didn't bother me i thought it was actually an interesting yeah, I mean, if all of Bucks County is sitting there willing to give this couple money, like, that would probably melt even Scrooge himself. Like, any business person would be like, yeah. okay, fine. But I, I also thought, like, her and the um the lawyer, there was a little bit of cuteness going on there. That was cute. Yeah, that was cute. And I also thought it was hilarious that, like, her hair like became like it went from like this the, like the bun to the ponytail to the like, long literature and all of a sudden she's yeah, like yeah waterfalls of hair yeah right <laughs> yeah that's her evolution yeah that's right you can t- you can t- sense it <laughs> God, uh, awesome. yeah it just ended up being a sweet fun little movie i and yeah. enjoyed and i, I thought do- it was nice for the fans like a, yeah. fa- a nice fan movie like this is the last one. It was like a love letter to the fans. Like, here's everything you want and everything's good. And everybody gets yeah. married. And it's awesome. Agreed. Uh, so, what? how many crowns did you give it? I gave it actually 4.25. I really oh. enjoyed it, but again, my Casey and Tommy dreams are shattered, so it yeah. couldn't go any higher than that. Oh, wow. So, I gave it 3.25. I, I liked it, I guess, um, so I actually have it at 32 in my ranking. I have it just after Frozen in Love and just before the first morning show mystery. We have Under the Autumn Moon, 
while visiting a dude ranch that is a potential acquisition for the outdoor adventure company she works for, Alex, an eager candidate for a big promotion, discovers what matters most when she reignites her passion for the great outdoors and becomes smitten with the ranch's owner in the process. This stars Lindy Booth, who's been in a number uh, recommended Christmas, Christmas Magic, Sound of Christmas. This is her first non-Christmas film. And Wes Brown, who has been in a bunch of Christmas cookies, Love Under the Stars, June and January. And what was your overall thoughts about this one? Um, if I can be perfectly honest with you, I tuned out for some of it. I got kind of bored. I completely agree with you, actually, on this one. I didn't love it. I, I actually agree that I got pretty bored with it. And I'm just so tired of the Save, Save the Farm movie. It's just not... Like, this is... We've seen... Talk about Frozen in Love. Like, we've seen this plot so many times, and they really did not do anything to make it, like, new or fresh. Mm. Uh, we forgot to say Casey Anderson's also in this. Uh, they didn't really do anything to make it interesting or fresh or new or surprising. It was pretty boring. Yeah. I mean, I kind of... I had some stuff to do for work the next day, and I kind of worked on it on the side. <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, so she's sent there to, to this retreat and to, to find if she wants to buy this place as a retreat. There were a lot of things that didn't really add up. Like, like I, I mean, how big is this company that they need a full-time retreat? You know what I mean? Like, they don't just need to rent out for couple weeks like they need one year round like what they said we'll also do trainings here but then they couldn't get any cell phone service how are you gonna train your staff in a place that you can't even use cell phones and this girl like i said on twitter she was still rolling with 3g on her phone i'm like lady you know you can get on the lte network pretty cheap now i'm gonna need you to upgrade your phone yeah maybe that's why you're not getting service all right okay well, and also, like, I didn't really understand the Wes Brown's character attachment to the place because it had just been running not that long, and they had, making into a dude ranch, had been against the wishes of their dad, and they had gone and done it anyway. So I would have thought that he would be somebody that would be pretty amenable to somebody with a different vision, somebody with a different idea. Right. I he literally I did that they... to his dad. Yeah, I didn't understand a lot of, maybe because I didn't pay attention, but I didn't understand a lot of, like, between the training center and the extra warehouse or the extra location and what exactly was it? I know they were an outdoor company, but then he had, like, folding kayaks that you could take out, like, and put together, and I don't know, it, it just, none and of this it made sense to me. It also, it makes no sense, the plan that this guy Roger has, that he's, like, sending Lindy out as, like, this test of, like, her real commitment to the outdoors, or what? And then, like, the Casey Manderson character, like, <laughs> wants to sell it, and so that means he's not as committed to the outdoors, and so he gets fired for that? Like, what? No sense. I was kind of disappointed. I was hoping he'd be a lot more villainy than he was because he's really good at it and once I saw oh, yeah. him in the movie I was like yes and then everything kind of fizzled up. like he literally just got fired for having a business opinion that didn't end up right. mattering anyway like you can't you can't fire somebody for just like well I think you should buy it well I you don't like what? what it was super yeah. weird I thought it was weird that the boss was like well I know you used to ride horses like how do you know that and it's like, well, our research, oh, it's creepy. It's weird. Like, I used to like to do a lot of things when I was young. I don't want my boss, like, ferreting out that I used to paint and then send me to an art store. Like, Well, I mean, and also, if, if she, like, at the beginning, she's like, I am so not an outdoors person. But, like, if she had really grown up riding horses, like, that to me is pretty outdoorsy. Like, yeah, what? That was weird. And to be completely frank, I did not think that they, I didn't think that, I didn't think that Wes Brown and Lindy Booth had that great of chemistry. And maybe it was just because I was bored by the story, but I don't know. I just didn't, I thought I would like them together, but then I ended up just being kind of, eh. 
I thought she should have ended up with Roger, her boss. <laughs> Could have seen that. He was he was kind of silver foxy, and I was kind of into it. I was like, more yeah. Roger, please. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Like then there was all the the, the my I guess my favorite part of the movie, and I'm sure if Amber were here, she would be gushing about the uh, about the side romance between the. The, the the but uh, I guess they they were just two people that used to be friends but had lost contact or something and then they ended up meeting Both were with each other like with other people every time they were together so I never really thought of each other like that and now that they're both single they're like oh maybe which she was like sunshine in human form she, yeah, she was, was so really joyful I loved everything about her character. And it was so funny to me when they said something like, oh, uh, San Francisco and, oh, you know, and Oakland or whatever are only like an hour away and it'll be great. And I'm like, tell, you should tell this to the Chesapeake Shore. Chesapeake <laughs> Shore. Oh, Chesapeake Shore. <laughs> um, and I thought that like the pie making montages were a lot of fun and I kind of enjoyed those scenes. Those were pretty. Enjoyable. I liked her when she couldn't, like when they caught her, like totally almost catching the kitchen on fire. I thought that was funny. <laughs> like, I mean, what kind of pie making was she doing? <laughs> like, what? Like, going on? The recipes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and there's the whole thing with the sister. And he thinks they need to keep it because of the sister, but she actually wants to go out and travel. So there was really little motivation for the character to be such a, I don't know, to be such a stick in the mud. But, yeah. uh, but you know, I don't know. That, I mean, that's just part of it. it. just made it feel a little contrived. And it just wasn't the best. No. So how many crowns do you give it? I gave it three because of Casey Manderson. But he wasn't in it that much. Well, yeah. <laughs> Roger. Yeah. Roger was attractive. I gave it a 2.75, so we're not that far off, basically. I have it at number 42 yeah. on my ranking. I have it just after one of the Haley Deans and just before a movie called The Storyteller, which we reviewed, uh, that I thought was super boring. <laughs> So 42 is this one, which is probably generous, but anyway. All right. So then we get uh, to Love, of course. And uh, if you want to hear Amber's views on this movie, we are going to be on the uh, Bubbly Sesh this week talking about Love, of course. So make sure (laughs) when we find out, I'll put the link in the description section you can check uh, and also you can check that out but anyway uh that was a lot of fun to get back to them about that but our little uh summary is amy has spent most of her adult life helicoptering around her daughter kara especially since her husband died six years earlier with reluctance amy is helping kara head off to college in another city she then conveniently lands a job at kara's college much to kara's dismay when Amy meets Noah, a charismatic, well-traveled professor, she learns more about herself and discovers a new life of her own filled with romance. So this stars Cameron Matheson, who we, of course, know and love from Summer to Remember, Very, Very Valentine, and so many more. Christmas ornament, all that fun stuff. Kelly Rutherford, this is her debut. I had never heard of her before, but I guess she's on Melrose Place. Uh, and what was your overall thoughts about this one? It had Cameron Robinson in it and he could have just walked around with that wheelbarrow all day and I watched it and enjoyed it. So yes, I was in. There was some really, really ridiculous parts, but. Yeah, I kind of, again, I went into this with pretty low expectations actually, because I felt like homework was kind of hiding it a little bit. Like we never saw a uh, we never saw a poster till really late in the game felt like they just weren't promoting it that much and so i i don't know i was just kind of expecting it to not be great and i actually 
thought it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. There's definitely some grown worthy stuff for sure. But uh, overall, I actually really liked it. I thought that it was nice to see like a more mature couple. And I thought that the relationship between her and her daughter was really well done. And I thought pretty yeah. mature. And I enjoyed that. My biggest problems with the movie is I did not like the music. I was not a fan of really any of the music, which no. I, I don't know. What did what about you? What was your favorite parts of the movie? I wasn't a fan of the music. With the, um, I agree with you. Um, I like that their relationship, even though they were, you know, they are more, you know, an older couple, not, by no means old, but right. they were an older than average, you know, you know, they weren't 20 somethings finding their way. Um, it still seemed rather flirty, like the texting and the looks and the mm-hmm. little like, okay, kind of like, getting together to do stuff you know it just felt really flirty and fun and it made it it, I could see how really easy it would feel like oh you feel young again and I don't know I just thought it was really cute I just I loved all their little interactions the fact that he came over and brought her soup and she was sick yeah that was I mean that was all just cute that was such a swoon wording moment, the soup. That was my gush. And spoiler alert to my gush. Um, bubbly <laughs> session. That was my gush. I was like, I know what that means. <laughs> On bubbly sesh, because I thought that was so romantic. And he's like, yeah. she's like, I look terrible. He's like, never, I, I never would have thought that. And that was really, uh, really swoon worthy. And yeah, it's just not even remotely. <laughs> What did you think of all the Marco Polo stuff? Okay. The first time I thought it was funny. Like when they were in the cornfield, I thought it was funny. I actually thought it was really cute. Because, you know, I mean, I do that sometimes when I'm out and we're in a big place. And at the end, I thought it was really corny. I didn't like yeah. it. <laughs> I it was corny. Yeah. yeah. I can understand that. It worked for me. I thought it was kind of swoon-worthy, but yeah, it's totally cheesy for sure, so I get it. Um, But I was confused with this one about what the purpose of this festival was, because they were having to gain, earn money, fundraise money to put on the festival, and at first I thought the festival was a fundraiser, but it seemed like they were actually having to, it was going to be very expensive, and if they're making that (laughs) corn maze like I feel like you would have to have that corn maze open the entire fall to recoup all of that like investment and like when they pulled up to that wide shot of the of the corn maze I was like oh (laughs) it was this massive thing it was ridiculous it was was absolutely ridiculous and like as completely sexy as it was seeing Cameron Masson on that tractor, like I didn't understand why he didn't just go to his car. Like, why did she have to come and bring him the gas? Why didn't you just walk out? Like you walk out, you go get gas and you come That's back. That's what I'm saying. Like it's really he had people. Do. Well, yeah, and I just I'm okay, coming from Texas. I'd, I'd never went to a lot of corn mazes yeah. and up here there are pumpkin patches and there are apple orchards and there's stuff and yeah. so in the fall guess what they have corn mazes and it's like um I don't know like a hundred foot by hundred foot stacks of baled hay that they make into elaborate and you know because nobody wants to actually destroy their corn I was thinking what is he doing like for real how why is it that big just make it a little plot for little kids to run in that God, I was like, this is like Field of Dreams type. <laughs> Let's just yeah. mow everything down and build a baseball field. Okay. Like, like you don't need to set a world record, dude. <laughs> like, what? I mean, he so really funny. went for it. I'm like, oh, he's legit. Like, ugh. I watched this one with my parents and my dad was like, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, uh, yeah, so it was it was really confusing to me. Like they say that the festival hasn't earned money in three years, and so I was like, "Well, I hear they. What is is the purpose? Just to, I guess the purpose has just been. It's basically been like a an annual fundraiser. 
but it was for the here. program. It was confusing, but it was confusing. <laughs> but I, I did, like I said, I really liked, I liked the maturity of the relationship between her and her daughter. I thought that was good, and I thought that. Uh, I thought that they had actually pretty good chemistry between the two of them, Karen Matheson and Kelly Rutherford. Mm-hmm. I I liked that. I liked that he was the one in the end who had to give up his job opportunity and not move, which I kind of liked. I mean, I guess they both moved, but like I was a little bit confused about how she had been supporting herself all this time because her husband had been uh, dead for six years and she's, she hadn't had a job. But then she says she's an accountant from LA and she's just been working yeah. from home or what, what, what? I was confused. Yeah. I think at the beginning, her friend alludes to is, I mean, you know, you were really good at this, you know, event planning, you could come help me out. I mean, is accounting really what you want to be doing for the rest of your life? And I was like, oh, okay. So she's, so I guess that was like a little hint. And so that's what she's been doing. Just random accounting for a company. I don't know. Yeah. That's the only thing I took from it. I just thought, well, that must be nice to be able to just take time off and take another side job in a totally different state and not have to worry about your mortgage or anything. But yeah, she's just independently wealthy. And this had a really good life insurance plan on this. Yeah, like, okay, well. (laughs) Um, The other scene that I thought was super grown (laughs) was the the apple planting scene. Because that is not how you plant apple trees. You do not just like put a seed in the ground like that. It was ridiculous. Like you have to make like the little, I don't know what they're called, but you know, I like the nursery and then there's like those potted little starters or whatever. And then you like wing and you grow it. And then once it's pretty big, then you take it and then you plant it in the ground. Like, I can do not. Like, that was so... all sprinkling seeds in a little hole. She's like, like this? He's like, yeah. Absurd. That was ridiculous. Like, I mean, maybe Johnny Appleseed did back in the day, but <laughs> not for a long time. And this was to be a professor. And yeah. I thought that the, 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 one of the bubbly sisters did make a good point that, like, why even make him a professor? It's kind of weird. Whenever they have a farmer on Hallmark, they always make him like a scientist farmer. Like, yeah, you know, like you're in, right. uh, in Harvest Wedding, for instance, you know, he's like a, sort of a, har- uh, a scientist farmer, you know, guy or whatever. Like, what's wrong with just being a farmer? Right. Well, you don't need to be next for it. It was, it worked for me just to watch him, like I said, walk around with that wheelbarrow. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you can just do it. I don't understand how people go into movies with him because he is so good at making you feel like, making you think like, He's really into this person and I can only imagine in real life standing in front of him being like oh my god yes we're totally in love you're yeah. right we're totally in love. <laughs> I love I, everything about you. yeah I agree but I thought that because this is directed by Lee Friedlander and I think she does a really good job of making stories uh, that really like showcase female characters and get the emotion right like I said between this mother and daughter and uh, I, I think that her, because uh, her writing partner, uh, oh, Tracy Andrine, yeah. I like all of her stuff. Yes. And I actually thought the writing was pretty solid in this movie. And I think that Lee and Tracy really did a good job of, uh, you know, elevating it, putting in humor, uh, like making the chemistry work. I I liked, you know, there was just some funny lines, like <laughs> when she says uh, the uh, the line about it got all children of the corn on me. Children of the corn. Like that was funny. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. And so I thought that the script was actually pretty solid and uh, yeah, I got a little distracted that children of the corn thing you did. <laughs> and uh, I actually thought the Marco Polo thing was cute. Like, it's usually not done, it's usually a pool game, but yeah. for me, I thought it was flirty and kind of cute. And, and mm-hmm. overall, I think they, they did a, a good job. I, I ended up enjoying it way better than I thought I would. And uh, 
there was a lot of little like flirty moments like they have this like uh like these when she she's sick when they have that like when they have that cozy tractor ride together and it's like really flirty and and it was kind of funny because there's that point where her daughter's like you haven't even talked to me in like two weeks yeah (laughs) (laughs) that it was funny and I also liked that they were going to hire McBanjo. <laughs> I would have liked to have heard McBanjo. And I also really liked, so they have a near kiss in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it was one of the rare near kisses that actually worked because it was based on her insecurity, not some random noise that separates them or something artificial. It was actually because she was insecure. So I think if you're going to have a near kiss, that's how to do it. Like make it part of her personality, part of her journey, I think. So it worked. I'm like on a podcast at first. I mean, you gave five crowns to a movie and now you're saying the near kiss worked. I, I that's it. It peaked. It is. This is true. You are <laughs> an epic podcast. <laughs> I've peaked. I can't come on anymore. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Do you agree at yes. all? Yeah. No, I agree. I liked it. I liked the way it was executed. I kind of forgot about it until you said it just now because I was like, oh yeah, they did. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Then he did the kiss on the forehead. Yeah. Which sometimes squicks me out, but it worked on this one. I gave it a pass. I liked it. Yeah. yeah so yeah and then the festival happens and uh you know it's a, a huge success very exciting and the the daughter is very supportive of her mom i liked that she asked her daughter's permission or at least her consultation before just moving like she was very respectful of her daughter and yeah. Uh, and her daughter even kind of becomes the matchmaker at a certain point because she's like, oh, you haven't accepted the job in Sydney? Oh, you know. Like, and... be right back. Hold on. <laughs> the daughter was like, be right back. Hold on. She's oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Over there. yeah. Yeah. That was really cute. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, she said, I, I, can, I can change. I can change that, but only if you want to. Believe me, I want to. I want to. That was really good. And then we get a pretty good final kiss. And I loved that he says, uh, that she says, why are you staying? And, and he says, for love, of course. That was great. Titular. Can't go wrong with titular. Yeah. That's right. Back to the name of the movie. I'm like, yes, they nailed it. That was great. All so- I needed was a freeze frame at the end and I would have been all good. Just one big yeah so how many crowns did you give this one i give this one four yeah Ooh. okay i I was thinking you weren't as into it as me i liked it yeah so i actually gave it 3.5 Ooh. Um, i know Uh, but i really enjoyed it i liked it a lot uh and so i have it at number 17 in my rankings i have it just after pearl in paradise and before Garage Sale Mysteries, Murder in D Minor. So put it there at 17. Okay. So yeah. And just for the record, I loved the Darwin Darwin entry, and it is at number four. You don't have to just for the record, it was nice. So great. Yeah, I gotta catch up on it. Of the Fall Harvest is number one, uh, Falling for You. Then number two, I have Love of Course. Number three, Truly Madly Sweetly. And then uh, number four, All of My Heart, The Wedding. And then five, uh, Under the Autumn Moon. That's my ranking. Nice. We were so close. Okay. My, can I do mine in reverse order? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So number five, I have Under the Autumn Moon. Uh, number four, I have Truly Madly Sweetly. Number three, I have Love, of course. Number two, I have All of My Heart, The Wedding. And number one, of course, just like you, Falling for You. Oh, it was so good. It was epic. Oh. Okay, I'll watch it again tonight. Okay. <laughs> Great. As I'm going to sleep, okay. 
Well, let us know what you thought of the Fall Harvest movies. Uh, did you love them as much as we did? Or did you like and uh, not like them? What are your thoughts? Put in the comment section or on Twitter. We'd love to hear. And uh, yeah, let us... Uh, and it's going to be very exciting. We have so much content coming out the next like two weeks. You guys are going to be amazed. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. And uh, Christmas is just going to be epic. So make sure that you're following us on all the social media and on, and please put in your reviews on iTunes. It really helps us out, helps more people to find us. We just are so grateful for you to take a minute of your time. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe. So thank you very, very much. And uh, so Lisa, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Girl Gone Hallmark. Great. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. And it yeah, and you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. I've been doing Disney Scares Month all month. Uh, and it's my third year doing it. So if you want some good, fun, uh, family appropriate, scary movies, check out my channel. I'd really appreciate it. So lots of fun stuff going on uh, in the world of Hallmark and uh, on our, on our podcast. So look forward to it and let us know your thoughts and uh, thanks so much. Bye. Bye.